0: Welcome to the Sharp 600, brought to you by Covers.com. I'm Rob Cressy, and I'm super excited to be jamming with you. Today, we're going to give you a bonus episode. In our NFL props podcast, which was episode 185, Brandon Dubray came on and gave us some of his favorite NFL player prop bets. He also talked about the new podcast he is hosting. The Prop Shop is a sports betting podcast from Covers.com that focuses exclusively on player props. Host Brandon Dubray and his guests will break down the biggest player news of the week and how it affects prop betting, tackle prop bets for the primetime games on Sunday and Monday, and give their best bets for the week. What has me excited for prop bets is the opportunity There are so many players and props to choose from, and I'm not limited to just taking a total or a side of a game. For any of us that play fantasy football, we have a much stronger relationship with players than we do teams. Because of this, I feel like I have much more control and a better chance of winning. So without further ado, say hello to the prop shop. Enjoy.
1: What's up, and welcome to The Prop Shop, a brand new sports betting podcast from Covers.com. I'm your host, Brandy Debray, and I'm pumped about today because this is the very first episode of The Prop Shop. Woo! Yeah. So uh, first, we're going to tell you what the prop shop is really quickly. We're going to start by doing a weekly show during the NFL season that focuses pretty much exclusively on uh, NFL player props. You know, I, and I think most of us here at this table, really think player props are going to explode in the coming years uh, as more and more fantasy players become sports betters. So each week in the Prop Shop, we're going to dive into the biggest player news of the week. We're going to look at notable player props for the primetime matchups on Sunday Night Football and on Monday Night Football, and we're going to give you our best bets for the week. So joining me on the Prop Shop for the NFL season are our two football writers here from Cover's editorial team. To my right, we have Andrew Taco Cayley, and across to me is Rohit Ponea. So Taco, start with you. Tell us why you're excited about the prop shop. I am.
2: I just love. It's like the Super Bowl every week of the year now. It used to be just like the Super Bowl was the one where you get all these different player props, and even they were Vegas was slow to uh, start handing out props. And it's only been the last couple of years where we've seen this number. But now you're getting them on a weekly basis, and it just there's value to be had. Like more markets means more value, and that's just exciting.
3: And Rohit, why are you excited about the prop shop? I think you nailed it right on the head, man. It's uh, it's uh, all about fantasy football for a lot of people, especially get those getting into the sports betting market. And for me, with uh, my background coming from that, you know, fantasy football for years and years, mm-hmm. avid, loved it, love following it. There's this great crossover appeal. I can follow a particular player, I can bet on a particular prop, and just kind of follow it through and root for one guy, even if I don't want to necessarily follow the rest of the game or you know, cheer for. The Raiders, you know,
1: it's
2: fantasy football on steroids.
3: Yeah,
1: pretty much. Yeah. it really is, and, and it's going to keep growing and growing as more uh, online sports books, you know, come out. We got New Jersey; they have like fifteen online sports books already, and they're really starting to compete with each other by offering more and more, pro, uh, more, and more markets. And 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 they're heading into this prop market game. And with more and more markets, it's going to be harder for them to control these markets. Which, like you said, there's going to be a lot more value to be found in these than there would be on on just a spread of an NFL game. So, Let's move on. Um, I mentioned that the Prop Shop is going to be a weekly episode for the NFL season, but leading up to it, we're going to go on a bit of a content overload here. Uh, We're going to crank out eight episodes between today, and we are recording on August 20th. That's important if you're listening, because if you're listening to our our bets in a week's time, uh, you're you're going to have to know that something might have changed uh, between now and then. So today's August 20th. Uh, Between now and week one, we're going to break down uh, our favorite prop bets from within each NFL division. Thank you. So for each of these previews, we're going to chat about the biggest news surrounding players in the division, and we're going to give our best bets for the season. So here we go. We begin these divisional previews today with the NFC North. So let's start with the quarterback for the team that's favored to win the NFC North, and that is, of course, uh, Mitch Trubisky and the Chicago Bears. So it, it, it's it's not Aaron Rodgers. They are not favored to win this year. Uh, we, we're probably going to get into him in a minute, <laughs> but this year it's, uh, it's you know, According to the odds, it's uh, Chicago's division to lose. So um, another interesting thing is he's actually been one of the most popular bets for NFL MVP this summer, which boggles my mind, as you're going <laughs> to hear in a few minutes. So, uh, But we're going to start by looking at his passing yards total for the regular season. Uh, we found a line of 3,800.5 yards at 888 sports. In New Jersey. So, Taco, you lead things off. Are you taking the over or under here for Mitch Trubisky's
2: regular season passing yards total? Right off the bat, we're going under. We just. We have to. He's he's an inaccurate quarterback right now. His, the numbers last year say otherwise, but there was a lot of a lot of shorter passes to guys like Tariq Cohen and lots of stuff out of the backfield. Um, but he's just. This is, the number's too high for me, is, is what it comes down to. I don't see him making the increase to go over that number this season. Not with the talented wide receiver, not with the fact that it sounds like they're going to have a more balanced attack with Montgomery in the backfield, and not with the, the news that's coming out of camp where it sounds like he hasn't been a very good quarterback.
3: Bro, what are you liking here? I'm going under as well. You know, it's uh, one thing you kind of mentioned right off the bat. The Bears are supposed to be good. Once again, they're going to be good. And the game script is not going to read for Trubisky to be passing the ball all the time. They're going to be relying on their running game. They're going to be throwing short passes. They don't have the talent at wide receiver. You're hearing all this hype about uh, Javon Wims. I mean, that's... If that's one of your uh, better targets, receiver, you're in a heck of a mess. I
2: don't
0: uh, know who that is. <laughs> no, I was going to say, who? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Anthony Miller. I mean, Anthony Miller, I really do like him, but he's not a game breaker. Uh, I don't think he's, uh, I don't think Trubisky's going to have a huge year. Last year, he played pretty well. He managed the game. He averaged about 230 passing yards per game, but even
1: over a 16-game
3: season, that's under 3,700. I can't take the over here.
1: Yeah, now, I'm going to make a promise that we will not agree on every pick every time we get on air here, but... <laughs> You know, that tips uh, tips my hand. I'm also going under here. You said it, uh, 230.2 yards per game last season. You extrapolate that. He still doesn't get to the 3,800 that he would need to hit the over here. But here's what I think is really important. Um, he only threw for 232-point yards per game while playing a last-place schedule, right? Yep. The Bears had finished yep. last place in 2017. So, um, in fact, looking back, we know he threw against the fourth easiest schedule in DVOA last season, and he still couldn't eclipse 230.2 yards per game. This year, the Bears, of course, have the first-place schedule because they did win the division last year, and they're expected to face the sixth most difficult schedule in the entire NFL. So I'm, I'm expecting serious regression from Team Double Doink as a whole oh. here this season, and uh, I certainly do not buy this Trubisky for MVP hype at all. So complete agreement from the three of us. Uh, we're all saying under 3,800.5 yards from Mitch Trubisky's regular season passing yards total. So moving on, uh, we're going to call this like hot topic number two within the NFC North is um, we're just going to talk Green Bay Packers. I mean, how can you talk the NFC North without bringing up Aaron Rodgers and to me anyway the big storyline is how he fits with uh, new head coach Matt LaFleur so his passing yards total for the season is set right now at 4,250.5 again at 888 sport so Rohit you lead things off this time which side are you leaning towards
3: here i got to say I'm leading under. A lot of respect for Rodgers. I think he's a great quarterback. But adjusting to a new offensive system under Lafleur is going to be tough. He's had the same offensive system, the same guy in his ear, since pretty much the day he started playing for the Packers. That's a long time, and there's going to be an adjustment period. When it comes down to it, I don't think that he's got what it takes. I mean, you look last year, he had the, you know, he threw for 4442 yards last year. That was the second most pass attempts of his career. Mm. 3 out of the last 6 years he's gone under that 40 4250 yard mark. I just don't think uh, I don't think he can hit that mark. I think he's going to be very efficient, but I think you're going to see numbers go right under there.
2: Taco. To be fair, two of those 3 seasons he didn't play anywhere close to a full season. Yeah. And He's only gone under that number once in the last five, and he's Aaron Rodgers. I'm just not going to... I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's one of those Tom Brady type guys. Until he doesn't do it, I'm not going to take an under... I'm not going to bet on him to have a bad season, just because he's so... I still think he's probably the best quarterback, if you were just measuring only quarterbacks. Here's your tape measure stats. He's probably He's probably number one still. And... I think he'll probably eclipse that number once again. Like I said, he only hasn't eclipsed that number once in a full season out of the last one, two, three, four, five seasons. Five of the last six he's gone over that number where he's played a full season. Mm. So I think, like we said, Lafleur comes from that um, that Sean McVay tree. So I, I think he's going to... Be open to listening to Rogers. I think they're going to be, there's going to be a lot more back and forth communication here, which could benefit them. Yeah, and it could be fun to see him in a new system. I think with that talent, he could uh, he could do a lot of things. So I'm I'd, I'd side with the over.
1: So I get to be the tiebreaker here, and I'm actually leaning towards the over as well. I'm going to side with uh, with Taco here, and for me, it's all about Matt Lafleur. Uh, like you said, he comes from that Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay coaching tree, which you know. Just in their philosophy, it has to be a good thing. These guys are are pass-heavy guys who want to establish the pass more than establish the run. Um, you, you were right about Mike McCarthy there, but I really think that the offense in Green Bay had just grown really boring and stale under McCarthy these last few years. Um, really thinking that LaFleur can really just spice things up and rejuvenate Rodgers. Um, looking at receivers, Devontae Adams, you know, he's got to be in the conversation for best wide receiver in the league right now. Yep. Um, and I think we're going to be see a big step forward, some of these younger guys that they have in uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling and maybe even uh, Equanimius St. Brown. Jimmy Ground is. The Notre Jimmy, Dame fan. <laughs> I am a Notre Dame fan. Uh, love love EQ. Uh, Jimmy, I call him Ground. Jimmy Graham is, uh, of course, still a solid target. He's not going to put up uh, the numbers he did three years ago, but he's still putting up okay numbers downfield. And I'm looking at the fact that Rogers threw for that four thousand four hundred forty two last season's with. Boring McCarthy, and while playing on a bad knee, you can't forget that he was pretty much hurt for most of the year. So I am leaning towards the over uh, 4250.5. All right, so to recap, uh, looking at these kind of hot topics, complete agreement from the three of us on the over for Mitch Trubisky's passing yards total. And uh not quite agreement. We got two people on Aaron Rodgers over passing yards and, and one against. So shifting gears here, we're gonna move to our best bets from within the NFC North. Um, mostly looking at player props again. So,
2: Taco, what are you seeing on the board that holds some value here? Um sticking with the Green Bay theme here and the guy you mentioned just a few minutes ago is Devonte Adams. I agree, I think he's one of the best wide receivers in football right now. Um He's gotten better at catching the football every year. It mm-hmm. seems his numbers go up every year. He had thirteen hundred and eighty-six yards and was targeted a, a heck of a lot more than ever. And he will be again. He's the number one. He's clearly the number one target. You did mention some some good young guys, but he's clearly the guy. Absolutely. There's no one. There's no second guy that's going to be eating into those into those numbers at all. I don't think. And the number they're they're giving us right now at eight 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 sport is thirteen hundred. Point five yards I believe, and the number's just too low. He's he's going to get a lot of yards. <laughs> he's gonna be the the centerpiece of that offense and we just spoke about it. It's gonna be new, it's gonna be exciting. They're gonna use him in a bunch of different ways mm-hmm. and I see him easily eclipsing it. Road, any comment on Devontae Adams?
3: You know, I like it. I think
2: 1,300 is a high number,
3: but right now he is the number one uh, target there, and he was for most of last season, too. So it's not like uh, the defensive focus is going to be on him this year when it wasn't last year. Yeah. He was he was getting plenty of defensive coverage last year, and he was coming through with some big catches. Um, you know, if, it, it, as long as that offense kind of moves towards him like I think it will, like I don't see too much competition for those catches. I see him having another big year.
2: 169 targets last year.
1: Yeah, that's insane. The only thing, you know, I lean with you. I love Devontae Adams, and I do think a a big step forward for the Green Bay offense. The only thing that worries me a bit is like, yeah, how can you target him any more than that? And... There's got to be some increased focus from all the other teams of, of how do we stop Devonte Adams, especially within division where you're going to have you know six games. You got to think those other defensive coordinators spent basically all season days or hours and days looking into how do we shut down Devonte Adams. So it's really going to be up to Lafleur to move him around a bit and get a little more creative because if they try to do all the same things, you got to think the NFL might catch up a bit. All that being said, I, I do uh, lean towards the order, the over, because I, I'm trusting. in in Matt LaFleur um, kind of and Aaron Rodgers yeah and Aaron Rodgers just rejuvenating this offense and becoming the Green Bay offense that we've grown kind of accustomed to with um, with Rodgers under center Um, so Rowett your best bet I'm gonna to go to my uh, favorite team, the Detroit Lions,
3: there and uh, grab Kerry and Johnson there. Uh, his number set about a thousand point five, so just over a thousand yards to get the over, and I'm riding the over hard. Mm. It's not necessarily even like a huge, uh, huge um, back on Johnson, who I think is a good running back, but more so just the Detroit Lions philosophy. Uh, they're trying to get more physical, get more run heavy. Uh, Daryl Bevel coming in there from Seattle, uh, he loves to ride running backs. You don't have a whole lot behind him. CJ Anderson solid. Uh, but at the same time, I think he's going to get his rushes. Uh, he played very well uh, in certain games last year as long as he got to tote the ball. And I think you're going to see him uh, break that 1,000-yard mark. Uh, it might take him you know, almost 250 carries to do so. He's not going to be rushing for five yards per pop. But I think that he hits that mark, and the Lions offense continues to be kind of boring.
2: Taco, any comments? Well, that said, he did average 5.4 yards per pop last year. Yeah. I, loved, I loved him at Auburn. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a steal in the draft, and I think he's the— the best running back the Lions have had since Barry Sanders, pretty much. Oof. So, <laughs> i I think they're going to use him. I think they're like you said, the philosophy is changing there, and they're they might ride him into the ground. I could see him getting 250 carries there this year, and with a number that low, I think he eclipses a thousand yards.
1: Yeah, me too, 100. Um, percent And really. You know, if you're kind of getting into prop betting or season-long prop betting, take a really hard look at, at the philosophy you can expect from teams. And this is a huge change in Detroit. You nailed it. Jim Bob Cooter was the offensive coordinator before. Best name in sports, Best by the way. Sports. We all know that. Yep. Um, but... But listen, he's a pass-first guy. And that's yep. why Stafford was just always dropping back and throwing, dropping back and throwing. And also a huge reason why, you know, carry-on was like the first guy in, what, five years last year to eclipse 100 yards for the Detroit Lions in a game? Yep. Like, uh, And that really had to do with, with Cooter's philosophy of, 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 like I said earlier, establishing the pass. They're reversing this year. Uh, Patricia wants to be a run-first team, and he hired um, Bevel to do that. So I expect, yeah, I could really see uh, 250 carries, um, from carry on and if he gets that I definitely think he eclipses
2: the um, the a thousand yard mark fun, which is fun trivia do you remember who that r- Lions running back was to eclipse a hundred yards it was Reggie Bush wasn't it it was yeah. Reggie Bush it was Reggie
1: Bush, <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Bush yeah.
2: a guy I forgot was a Lion for a long time <laughs> yeah one, one or <laughs> two years there right yeah.
1: alright so moving on to uh, my best bet now my favorite bet in this division is actually taking the over for David Montgomery's rushing yards total, which is only set at 765.5 rushing yards, but I already gave that out. I made an appearance on um, on, our, on our other sports betting podcast here at Covers, which is the Sharp 600, of course. Most of you probably have heard that before. If you didn't, go check out episode one ninety five, and I really dive into why I love this bet. I know Rowett <laughs> loves this bet.
3: Yeah, huge Montgomery fan. He was just a beast at Iowa State. They had one of the worst offensive lines in the nation, yeah. and he was just piling up yards after contact. Yeah, he's Led- uh, he's gonna he's gonna pick up some yards in the NFL. That he's gonna do it the hard way, and uh, he might be the workhorse in Chicago. And
2: he's versatile. Like he can he's a little undersized, but he can block and he can catch. And he's yeah. he's just a fun guy to watch play football.
1: Led the nation in uh, broken tackles last year at, uh, at Iowa State. So I, I do love that bet. But again, a deeper dive on the sharp six hundred. The, the, the Big Twelve isn't known for tackling. <laughs> Put that out there. <laughs> do, do, do they even put defenses on the field in the Big 12? But uh, I got to give you something original here. So, my second best bet, I'm going to look at Adam Thielen in Minnesota, and I'm taking the under. Uh, 1,200.5 receiving yards. Again, available at 888 Sports. So, some listeners are probably going to be quick to point out that quick connection that Thielen had last season with Kirk Cousins. Remember that?
2: When he yep. went, uh, oh, was it over 100 yards per game and broke Calvin Johnson's I, record? I traded him in, in the offseason my, for my fantasy team, my dynasty league, and I was regretting it very early on. <laughs> oh, oh before last <laughs> well, season? Before, yeah, okay. in the offseason. In this offseason? No, prior to Cousins coming, I traded him to a Vikings fan I, I was looking stupid for a while. <laughs> but i think i think it'd be actually a good time to trade him in this offseason yes. if you have him as a keeper
1: <laughs> because all the, all that progress that thielen made all those impressive stats he put up that was under offensive coordinator john de what does he do he's a pass first guy unfortunately minnesota decided they don't game. like to pass the ball <laughs> and they fired him after week 13 replaced him with kevin stefanski what does he do He runs runs the ball. ball. So, a couple things to point out uh, that lead towards the under, you know, for this year, is that under Stefanski last year, Cousins' pass attempts total per game went from 40.3 down to 27.3. Okay? That's one. Number two, Thielen's targets per game went from 10.8 to 4. Okay, I'm not making these up. It was a small sample size at the end of the year, but the numbers were incredibly ridiculous. Like, they're just shying away from Thielen. He only, um, had, he only had 39 targets in the last
2: eight games of the season.
1: Yeah. yeah. They he they completely cut him out of the pass game under uh, Stefanski, which makes absolutely zero sense in my mind. But, you know,
2: the numbers really don't lie. For, for, just for comparison's sake, he had 96 in the first eight. Yeah, it was it 96 was to 39. So, um, you know, it also
1: looks like he's going to be shifted more towards the outside this year. Mm -hmm. As, you know, their their wide receiver three coming this year is Chad Beebe. And that's a guy who basically only runs out of the slot. (laughs) Um, You know, Thielen had a lot of success out of the slot last year. I think he ran more than 50% of his roots in the slot. But this year, probably going to be on the outside a little more. You know, I really just think that this Vikings offense is unfortunately going to be one of those run first teams um and yeah we're gonna see all around lower passing numbers for most of the vikings offense so i am taking the under um which is 1200.5 receiving yards for adam Thielen.
2: taco comment i will take the under as well they um like you said it's all about philosophy they brought in another um mattinson i think his name is um to back backup running back it's back yeah, backup Madison. cook yeah. um so they're obviously trying to reinforce that position, and like we've said, those those targets are way down, the philosophy has changed, and most importantly... I don't know if Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback. <laughs> like that's that's my biggest We know he can't beat good teams. He can't beat good teams. That's yeah, one thing we know for sure. And I think there's a couple of good teams in this division and yep. I think they're going to have a I think they have a decently tough schedule this year so they could be in trouble again. I just I have I'm the on the anti Kirk Cousins bandwagon and have been for a while. I don't like that. <laughs> if uh, if he's listening, I'm sorry, but
1: <laughs> I know It'd be pretty cool if Kirk Cousins is listening. I doubt he is, but sorry Kirk if you are. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan, anything to add here?
3: Uh, it's going to be one of those ones where we're all in the same boat. Uh, I'm taking the under as well. It's the uh, offensive system that I'm a little bit worried about here as well. They're going to be going back to the run a little bit more. I like the and I do. I've had him in my fantasy league the last couple of years. But, uh, yeah, this is a year where I think he's going to have a little bit of a regression there. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, Minnesota is going to you know try to run the ball with Dalvin Cook.
1: And uh, it's going to mean less yards for him and uh, Diggs all right guys so that does it for our nfc north preview really cap really
2: cap really quickly <laughs> let's recap our best bets taco yours Devontae adams over 1300.5 yards rohit
1: karrion johnson over 1000.5 yards and for myself under 1200.5 receiving yards for adam Thielen. so up next our next episode will be our nfc east preview uh before we go before we go guys i want to tell you about the covers nfl world sports betting championship this is a free contest you can play at covers.com you can pick sides. you can pick totals you can choose how many units you want to put on it you can pick as many games as you want per week and there's over twelve thousand dollars in cash and prizes to be won and did i mention it's free well, I think I did, but if I didn't, <laughs> the contest is free. So head on over to com and sign up today. And guys, we want to hear from you. So please hit us up on Twitter using hashtag PropShop. We will do our best to get to your comments and questions live here on the show. You can find me, your host, Brandon DeBray, on Twitter at CoversBD. To my right, again, Andrew Taco Cayley. He can be found On Twitter, at Covers underscore Kaylee.
2: Taco, any last words before we sign off? Uh, Also, look forward to the college football season, which kicks off on Saturday. We will have Game of the Day previews and more conference previews coming up this week. And across from me,
1: Roet Ponea, on Twitter, at Covers underscore Ro. That's R-O. So, at Covers underscore R-O. Roet, any last words? Just getting ready for the
3: football season. If anyone's sleeping on the preseason, don't. Lots of great value there, and we've got tons of great content on our site for it.
1: No doubt about that. Head on over to Covers.com. Check out. We have a new article up every day. There is a preseason game. Lots of value to be found. All right, guys. Thanks again, as always, for listening. We will talk to you later this week with our